Hello everyone, happy Sunday, happy Monday. Welcome to another verse of the day. My name is Maxine. This is a joint devotional just to end your week in love and to start your week with mighty blessings from God. Once again, the devotionals we have have a main agenda to spread the love of God, his word, and have as many people encounter Jesus Christ so that they can have salvation and of course lead a life of spiritual transformation in order to achieve the glory of God. I am grateful for the feedback and I'd just like to take this moment and opportunity to thank you all for those who have consistently downloaded, subscribed, shared the platform. I am grateful to each and every one of you and may God bless you mightily as you continue to do so. Kindly remember that we are available on multiple channels, TuneIn, Deezer, Stitcher. We're also available on Apple, Amazon, Google Podcasts and Spotify as well. We thank you very much. We appreciate you and we are definitely keen to receive as much feedback as possible in order to make this a wonderful platform for the glory of God to be manifested in every single person's life. Kindly like, subscribe and share. The verse of today is a powerful verse that a lot of people seem to think of and they, you know, reflect on it. But we take it for granted because we seem to always think that the work belongs to Jesus Christ. And so I just like to encourage us that we should be keen to follow the word of God, to follow his grace, to follow the blessings that he has with this scripture, because this is a rate limiting step in your life. This is a scripture that allows you to manifest the power of God in your life. We seem to always feel that God should be able to step in, should always come in and say something and do something. And yet we fail to understand that majority of the work lies with us. God carries us, God lifts us, but it takes our faith, it takes our understanding and it takes our drive to make sure the agenda, the blueprint of God is manifested. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20 to 21. But before I say anything in regards to this verse of the day, it's always important to just praise God, to thank him for the week that has happened, the end to the week and the beginning of the new week. For we start with God and we finish with God. And so I hope you've had a moment of praise and worship just to thank the Lord for what he's done for you. If you haven't, this is a wonderful time to do so. As I speak prayers and I speak um words of thanks to God, feel free to break in song, break in, you know, um, speaking in tongues, just thanking the Lord for what he's done for you. You know, we've reached the sixth month of the year. We are now entering the second half of the year. This is the year of light. Jesus said, the light that shines out of darkness and darkness will not comprehend. This is the year of gathering clouds. In Ecclesiastes 11, 3a, it says the clouds will be full of rain and they'll empty themselves of the earth. And sometimes we may have experienced clouds of negativity, we may have experienced clouds of destruction, but that doesn't mean they're clouds that do not have your prayer, your faith, your expectation, your ordination, your blessings that God has placed through the work and consistency you have shown in his loyalty 
in in your loyalty to him in your dedication to him in your faith to him and so heavenly father we thank you for january we thank you for february we thank you for march we thank you for april we thank you for may and we're definitely thankful for june there are many people who've lost lives there are many people who've been in hospitals have had to endure sickness have had to endure suffering catastrophe calamities chaos in their life that makes their life stand still and lord god we've been able to push through and so father god we thank you for your love we thank you for your kindness we thank you for your joy we thank you for your mercy you are slow to anger you have our backs you walk with us through our dark times you are the light that shines in us you are the light that shines in our ways you set our paths clear and father god we thank you you're the beginning and the end the alpha omega the ancient of days you're not bothered by time time is bothered by you so whatever you have set in our destiny oh god may your hand reach out and bless us oh god for anything that is delayed or in stagnation oh god may your hand reach out and remove it through the law of process oh god oh god we thank you for jesus christ we thank you for the lamb of god who takes away the sins of the world the sins that we have committed, the sins that we did today, the sins that we're about to do, oh God, the price has been paid. Lord God, we thank you that the power of resurrection lives in us. We have the life of God. We have the eternal life of the Holy Spirit to walk with us, to nurture us. We live now according to the law of the God that we serve, Jesus Christ. We thank you for the ultimate sacrifice and the ultimate love. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. We thank you for that fire that keeps on burning. The fire that burns us to prune us out of our negativity and iniquity. But the same fire that keeps us alive, that keeps us going, that keeps us burning. The same fire that is light. The same fire that shines out of darkness. We thank you, O God, for the Holy Spirit guiding us and directing us in our way. We are gloriously grateful and we ask that it continues until we achieve the will that you have manifested for us. I ask all this trusting and believing in Jesus Christ. Before I continue, I'm sorry, but I just have to say this because I am filled in the Holy Spirit and there's something that needs to be said. Amos chapter 9, I believe, is the scripture that I'm looking for and it's verse 13. And it's the message version that I'm going to say now. And I think this is something that is timely for many of us who are experiencing our seasonal changes. This is something that is timely for those who have been walking through the fire, who've depended on God and continue to depend on him, rely on him, take that risk with him, trust him, just to walk you through this process of suffering as you build your hope and endurance. God has something for you towards the very end. Please note, it's a law of process. It's difficult, but the Lord is walking with you. Let no man mock you let them say what they want to say but what you have gone through shall be the reason why people will understand what you went through in amos chapter 9 verse 13 to 15 in the message version it says yes indeed it won't be long now god's decree 
And I just want to say this is a decree by God. So when God has said it, it must be done. Things are going to happen so fast your head will swim. One thing fast on the hills of the other. You won't be able to keep up. Everything will be happening at once. And everywhere you look, blessings, blessings, blessings. Blessings like wine pouring off the mountains and hills. I'll make everything right again for my people, Israel. Feel free to write your name, to speak your name instead of Israel. They'll rebuild their ruined cities, God says. They'll plant their vineyards and drink good wine, God says. They'll work their gardens and eat fresh vegetables. And the Lord is saying, I'll plant them. He'll establish you. He'll establish us. He'll plant them on their own land. They'll never again be uprooted from the land I've given them. God, your God, say so. And let this be a decree for somebody entering this month of June that God's about to do something majestic and great in your life. One can easily say, Maxine, is just talk. But your faith determines your miracle. The intensity and the capacity of faith brings about your anointing. So I hope that you will hold on to these words and believe in it. Be convinced because I'm not saying it. It's the spirit of God saying it. it's God himself decreeing. And I pray that we'll get feedback and a lot of testimonies of God people, God's own, those who listen to the devotional, those who've heard this word and say, this is what the Lord said about me and this is exactly what has happened. So now moving on to the main verse of the day, which is from Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. Paul is talking to the people in Ephesus and he was ending um, this conversation and I'll read it from the Amplified Classic and it says, Verse 20, now to him who by in consequence of the action of his power that is at work within us is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly far over and above all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes or dreams. This is Paul talking about God. To him, be glo- to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. So be it. And I pray that this is a scripture that you manifest for the rest of your life. In the King James Version, it's very simple. It says, now unto him that is able to exceeding abundantly, ab- is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. So what power works within you? Because Paul is telling us that God, as a result of who he is and a consequence of his power, his action of his power, he's able to work within us and he's able to carry out his purpose and do it in a way that is above and beyond what we ask and what we think. What God is able to do in your marriage is above your prayers. It's above your desires. It's above your thoughts. It's above your hopes and it's above your dreams. What God is able to do in your workplace is above your own personal desires and objectives. What God is able to do in your financial life is above your desires and your objectives. So how much power do you give God? How much leeway are you giving God? How much capacity are you giving God? 
I like referring to the woman who had the issue of blood because she had gone through everything. She had gone through chaos and she just said, listen, I have gone to doctors. I have gone through all sorts of medication, herbal treatments to stop this issue. I have been ostracized by society. People have spoken and said so much about me, but I know of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I know of what he's done. I have heard of his miracles. All I need to do is just touch him and I'll be healed. We can easily assume that maybe she said she'll probably stop bleeding for a while. But she saw that she was going to be healed and healed completely. And that's exactly what God did for her. And there was no issue where it came up saying she had the issue of blood again. The man in Gadara was made right by Christ after the demons were cast out of his head. And This man had an expectation of going with Christ and following Christ and just listening to Christ because he wanted to be attached to Christ. But Jesus told him, listen, you will go out to the 10 cities in the Gadarenes and tell them what I have done for you. You shall be a witness and you will go with me. Because remember, God has always told us as we go preaching the word of God, we are going with him. So much as he thought he needed to stick by Christ, God did far and above beyond what he could have imagined and put him in a position where he could witness unto Christ. And he brought 10 cities to Jesus. He was an evangelist after being cast out, after demons were cast out from him. That's how powerful God is. So what capacity have you left God to work with you? How much space have you given him in your life? Are you still holding on to what other people say or what's in your mindset or what your thought process is, what your human wisdom capacity is? Are you looking to hold on to what God is about, what he's able to do in your life? Sarah held on to God, even though she had a moment of weakness. Do not be in a way that you bring out a Ishmael before you get your Isaac. That's a lesson for us because what God said he'd do to Sarah, he actually did it. And that's that's the faith that we should have. Even Abraham waited on God until he got his promise. So how much capacity is within your faith, is within your spirit, is within your soul to receive the word of God? This is a moment for you to just exercise that. So what is your capacity? What is the space you've given unto God? How much is your faith? How big is your faith? How heavy is your faith? Because God is telling you through this scripture that he's able to do far more than you can think. All you need to do is unleash that space for the power of God to manifest in your life. So I get lots of conversations about people who give up people say there's no hope for this person there's no use for this person well according to you yes and maybe to your spiritual understanding yes but nothing is impossible for god if god can transform saul of tarsus who was killing christians and god himself appeared to him then we have no reason to limit god I remember in the book of Psalms, I can't remember the script, the chapter in itself, but God would say that the Israelites have limited me. And why should you limit God? God is saying, do not limit me. Open yourself up to me. Allow me into your life and I will show you what I can do. 
I want you to start the week thinking, I have my dreams, I have my ambitions, I have my objectives and I have my goals. They are so powerful to me and I am willing to do whatever it takes to achieve them. But God is telling you that there is space that you have within yourself that you can open up for him to come in. And not only will he use his ability as God, who is the creator of heaven and earth, who is the final say, who's the alpha omega, who knows every adversary, who knows the mountains even before you encounter them, who knows the canker worm and the caterpillars that will eat from your harvest, who created the destroyer themselves, but also created you and knows your ability and know your capacity and has the blueprint of your life. God is telling you, That not only will he step in, he will step in and he will do whatever needs to be done in a bigger, higher, abundant, exceedingly crazy, majestic, glorious way. And all I ask for you is to allow God to do that. And you'll be one of those people who will say, I have a story to say. I have a story that started with a vision that was within my own understanding. And then I opened up to God and I let God in. And I opened up my faith. I opened up my capacity. I went deep down within myself, removed iniquities, removed my sin, pleaded the blood, invoked the blood, walked through the fire. God pruned me in the process. The Holy Spirit was walking through me. And I am here to speak of the story God has done for me. And people will always have something to say. People will always discourage you. Some people will say, what's the point? Some will even say, is this what God wants for you? But at the end of the day, what does the word say? This is what God says. So if you get discouraged, if you have self-doubt, open Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, and say, this is what God says regarding my situation. And so I'll tap into that faith. And so instead of praying, I just want us to recall there's a very nice song that is from Dietrich Haddon that it says, God is able to do what he says he would do. That's amazing. And you need to know that. He's going to supply every need for you. Don't give up on God because he won't give up on you. He's able. So you have to know God is able. God is integral. God is faithful. And the most important thing is God loves you. And so he will do what he says he will do just for you. Have a lovely week. I will see you once again for the verse of the day. And may God mightily bless you all. Take care.